Welcome to the Sunday Morning Service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Tema Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is the following the steps of the apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the Word and power of God, brought to you by Reverend Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the General Overseer of FCAC. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service. next two Sundays to come we want to look at a subject that is entitled the last enemy today next week and the following week is in three parts parts one and two and three so this morning we look at part one of the last enemy the last enemy and for our scripture Let's go to the book of First Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 20 to 26. The last enemy, part one. And we take a reading from the book of First Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 20 to 26. This morning we're going to look at some very deep things of life. Some truths about life. In fact, all life is based on the things that we're going to begin to talk about in the next three Sundays, beginning from today. And uh, these are things that the world does not understand. Because the world hasn't got the Holy Spirit who gives us understanding. Therefore, they don't understand. They reject it. They do so at their peril. The last enemy. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. But now, Christ is risen from the dead. And has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order. Christ, the first fruits, afterward, those who are Christ at his coming. Then come the end when he delivered the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule 
and all authority and power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. The last enemy. Beloved, whoever you are and whatever you are on the face of the earth, as long as you can see me or hear the sound of my voice, let it be known to you that it is a fact that God created man to live forever. God did not make man to die. It is God who made man. It is God who created man. When I say man, that's you and me. Whether we are uh, man stand here for stands here for both males and females. And God made us as humans to live forever. We are to live forever. Therefore, when we go to the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 7, let's go to the very beginning. Genesis means the beginning. Genesis 2, 7. The Bible says here that and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. The Bible makes us to understand the fact that the Lord God the Lord God formed God formed man and he formed man from the dust of the ground from mud and when he has formed man man was like a statue lifeless but God in whom is life and from whom originates all life in God is life and out of him comes all life God breathed into the nostrils of the man that he had formed from the dust of the ground the breath of life breath of life and man immediately became a living being God intended that this man will live eternally forever. God didn't form man, breathe into his nostrils, made him become a living being, only for him to die. The breath of life of God is eternal. Number two, man was also created to have unbroken fellowship with God. God did not create man and then cast man out of his presence. No. God made man so he will have fellowship 
with man and man will also have fellowship with God eternally and whatever God plans whatever purposes God put into effect anything that God had done the purpose for God does it man or anybody else no anybody else can stop it no one can stop God because God is sovereign all power belongs to him and whatever he intends to do that he will also do so God has not forgotten or departed from this original original purpose for which he created man the man must live forever and also man must have fellowship with God two things that as believers or as a human being whether you are man or woman whatever you are whether a member of FCAC or in a different church or anywhere else on the face of the earth let it be known to you that these two things God is still pursuing God has not forsaken or forgotten or despaired from making sure that these two things come to pass man must live forever because God breathed into man the breath of life and the man also must have fellowship with God so if you are a human being and you take in breath you breathe every day and it's the breath that you breathe in that keeps you alive we all know that the day that we stop breathing that's the day that you die you undergo what we call physical death the day that you, you, you breathe your last that's when you die and when you go to the scriptures the bible said that even Jesus breathed his last and that's when he died Stephen breathed his last all those who died they breathed their last they stopped breathing the breath of life left them and at that time they became just like a statue the body became like a statue that God formed from the dust of the ground and God said therefore dust you are and dust man must return once that breath goes away man is nothing else but the statue that God formed from the dust of the ground this, these were God's original intention or purpose then death came in death came in there's something we call death when god was making man he didn't have in mind death death came in and death came in because of sin and that caused a, a disruption that caused a, a temporary uh, confusion or problem with God's plan. Sin came in and through sin, death came in. These were not part of God's original plan. They did not form any part of God's original intention. They came from the devil. 
devil who was who and is still a sworn enemy of God. And therefore, a sworn enemy of any good thing that God has made. Genesis 3 verse 3. Genesis 3 verse 3. Genesis 3 verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. But of the fruit of the tree, that is in the midst of the garden of the uh, garden of Eden, God has said, You shall not eat it. The day you eat it, you shall die. Beloved, you see, anything God says, Anything he promises looks so simple. Everything that God gives to us, because we are human beings, God knows we are human beings. There's a limit to what we can take. There's a limit to what we can tolerate. We are limited in what we can do. God always makes things simple for us. He makes things easy for us. So God said, all I need from you as a man is don't eat this fruit and then God being transparent said the day that you eat that fruit you shall die you shall die it's very simple same way as today God is saying that as many as are in Christ as many as are in Christ they are the ones we shall enter into heaven. It looks so simple, so inconspicuous, so, you know, people reject it. One day I was talking to a classmate of mine who is a doctor in the U.S. And I said, well, only in Christ who will enter into heaven. And he said, what do you mean by, what do you mean by that? What, what do you, to me, like, only those who are in Christ will enter into heaven. I said, oh, yes. He said, no, I don't believe that. I don't think it's that simple. We are, we, are all going, we are all going to heaven. We, are all, we, are all, we all end up in heaven. I don't think there's that, that, that uh, exclusion or that uh, condition or that requirement. We are all on our way to heaven. And for that reason, when the devil came to Eve and said, oh, you shall not die. You shall not die. But rather you shall become as wise as God, knowing good and evil. The devil's proposition looks much more glamorous. We shall not die. There was nothing like death. Man had not experienced death before. He didn't know what death was like. In the same way as, you know, as long as you are in this world, you have not experienced heaven before. You know, I always, I always say that we, I, I wish that, you know, at some stage in our lives, we can all go and do some six months in heaven and come back. <laughs> we'll go on the exchange program. Every month we'll go and do some six months in heaven. And then after that, go and do one day in hell. Just one day. Or even half a day in hell. Then when we come back, we shall be very, very wise. Praise the Lord. Chair, do you agree with me? The devils pronounce very, very more, much more attractive. You shall not die. For God knows that you, you shall become as wise as him, knowing good and evil. And then, 
Bible said, Eve looked at the fruit. It was it looked desirable to her. So she stretched out her hand, took it and ate it, and gave it to Adam. Adam also ate it. That was a direct alien, direct disobedience of God's word. And when God says something like I said, anything God says, God does not turn back from his word. God has said, then you eat it, you shall die. So when they ate it, they had to die. They are committed rebellion, transgression, sin. They had to die. The gospel of Jesus Christ looks too simple. Looks too simple. And therefore, man who is more interested or impressed by complicated requirements and rituals. Rituals. Refuses to believe it. Romans chapter 5. Romans 5, verses 12 and 18. Romans chapter 5, 12 and 18. Romans 5, 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and does death spread to all men because all sinned. Let me take it again. Verse 12 says, Therefore, just as through one man, that is Adam, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Verse 18 says, Therefore, as through one man's offense or disobedience, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous acts, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. You see, God makes everything very simple. Through one man, and that man was Adam, sin entered the world. And through sin, death. And the death spread to all men. So that all men were about to die. God did not make it some difficult requirement. God did not impose some impossible qualification. He said, okay. It was through one man that death came into the world. Therefore, through one man, through another man, righteousness, life will come into the world. Tell you agree with me, say amen. amen. And that second man, through whom life, justification has come into the world, is Jesus. So Jesus did the work. Jesus did the work for us. So that we don't have to do the work. It's amazing how these days, these days, I don't know, but to me, look at uh, very few people cook. We all like to do, we all like to take away. Is that not right? Take away. It's very easy to go to the restaurant or whatever and then you order. Is there already? You just. Once you have the money, pay for it, and take it away, you either you enjoy it. But you fail to realize 
One day I was at a restaurant and I peeped into the kitchen and I saw the, 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 the shelves, how they were laboring behind the scenes. The amount of work, the amount of money, the amount of, 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 of expertise that has gone into providing that food that we just go and so take away, check, check. All you do is just take and eat. Forgetting that somebody has prepared that food that you are eating. And that person is very careful because if there's too much salt or if the pepper happens with too much or even too little, hello, if the meat is not well cooked, it's half cooked, and the fish is raw, you, you go there again. So there's a big demand on the cooks who are in the kitchen to make sure that what they bring out for you to buy and eat is perfect. And that's what Jesus had done for us. Church, if you agree with me, clap your hands for Jesus. You know what? A much better clap of him. Hello? Going back to our scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, 20. The Bible says, but now, now, not in the future, now, now the time that we live in, right now, Christ is risen from the dead. He died and is risen again. Christ died and rose again. So now, Christ is risen from the dead. In other words, he died, but now he is risen. He's no longer dead. He's come back to life. Not only that, but in doing that, he has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. The new King James says, have fallen asleep. Because those who are in Christ Jesus, we don't die. We fall asleep. I've said that God breathed into the nostrils of man the breath of life. In the same way as space, don't die. Angels don't die. Demons don't die. Spirits don't die. We humans also die because God breathed that breath of life into us. We live forever. We don't die. So the question now is, living this earth, this life, it is not, that is not the end of life. As long as the breath of life in you, you don't die. And that's why there's heaven and there's hell. If we were to die, then only those who are in Christ Jesus will will rise up and go to heaven. But because unbelievers also don't die, those who don't have Christ also do not die, but they cannot go to heaven, a place has to be prepared for them. Where they also spend their eternity. And that place is the place that God has prepared and called hell. Hell was originally meant for Satan and his Jews. Hell was prepared for Satan and his followers, his angels, who are the demons. Before sin came into the world, hell had been prepared for Satan. When he was cast out from heaven, hell was prepared for him and the angels who followed him. Hell was not originally prepared for man. 
But when sin came into the world and death spread to all men, and Jesus came to save man as much as only those who are in him, then where do you put where does God put those who are not in Christ? So Bible said that hell was therefore enlarged. Hell was expanded. Hell underwent renovation. Hell was enlarged to accommodate all the humans who will end up there. The Bible said that then Jesus became the first, the first person, the example. Only in PSCA, in PSCA. Hello? The father he died and rose again. Jesus became the first fruit of those who are in him and who have fallen as if those who are dead. In other words, Christ having risen again now is evidence that we too, so who are in him, will rise. So now, verse um, 21 for since by man came death by man also came the resurrection of the dead since by Adam came death but Jesus also who came as a man came the resurrection of the dead for in Adam all die even so in Christ all shall be made alive but just a but Say another. But each one is all order. Christ, the first fruits. Afterward, those who are Christ at his coming. This is the proviso. This is the provision. This is the, this is the qualification. Christ has opened the way, the door. But it is only for those who are in Christ when he comes again. The Bible therefore said that God knows those who are who are his. The Lord knows those who belong to him on the face of the earth different nations different languages maybe different skin color but it's only skin color because beyond the skin there's no difference no difference between the African or the Caucasian or black no, I don't, we, are, we are not black we are actually not black we are you know we are we are dark, but you're not black. Black is black, but the, so that even in, in Europe, if you are half caste, they call you black. The half caste that we call them above all, on black But beyond the skin, you understand. When you take, when you take any part of the body of an Asian, a Chinese, or Latino. It's the same as anybody else in the world. It's just a skin color that is different. And maybe the face, the nose, the shape of the nose. The white Caucasians have very long noses. We have short and flat noses because of where we live. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God being wise may give us short and flat noses. So that when we in Africa, it does so that the, the dust will not get into us. Whereas they get the, the white people long noses. Because there's no dust, so they can breathe in. Hello? Praise the Lord. The day we stop making dust here, our noses will also become very long. 
Put your hands together for Jesus. Christ the first fruit. And afterward, those who are in Christ at his, at his coming. At his coming. Now, therefore, it is useless to begin in Christ and give up along the way. It is not the beginning by the end. It is not the start by the finishing. It is absolutely useless to give your life to Jesus and not continue in him. The Bible says that he who, he who endures to the end is the one who shall be saved. It is not he who begins. Not he who starts and gives up. And therefore, the enemy, the enemy that we are talking about, everything he can to make you give up. He will do everything and use everything at his disposal to make you give up. To make you stop being in Christ Jesus. Because he knows he was in heaven before. He knows how heaven is. How wonderful the place is. And he knows you are going there. He has been cast out. The Bible said that there was no more a place found for him. So he's envious. He's jealous. Jealous of you. Jealous of me. And he's doing everything he can to make sure <coughs> that you don't make it there. But by the grace of God, we shall all make it to heaven. Amen. I said by the grace of God, you in particular shall make it to heaven. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. A Christ coming. It's very sad. When I see many people who claim to be Christians, and they are struggling. They keep falling and rising. Falling and rising. The devil throws something at them. It hits them. They fall down. They pick themselves up. They, don't, they, 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 they fail to put on the armor of God. Any arrow the devil shoots them. They hit them. They fall down. Jesus picks them up. They begin go. The devil throws. Now a cannon hits them. They fall. Eventually, some of them fall and never rise up. Very, very sad. Because all the years, all the years that they put into serving God is wasted. It is the coming of the Christ coming, at his second coming, that those who are still in him, they are the ones who shall resurrect. The ones that shall follow him to enter into heaven. May we all qualify to be in heaven one day. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Verse 24 says, Then comes the end. Then comes the end. People forget that the end will come. There are people who say, oh, what, what end? I mean, end. I mean, look at, look at uh, the world. Look at London. Paris. You know, large metropolis cities technology you know all the develop I, I, what end how can all these come to an end how can all these come to an end consider new york san francisco consider even tema how can tema come to an end my mother who was an illiterate when i went to school and uh 
went anywhere. She said that, oh, even she knew that the Iviasi would come to an end. My mother knew that the, the world would come to an end. She used to say that the Iviasi would say, yeah, best say Africa, Kumasi. <laughs> yeah, she had never seen London or Farid, what is going on there. Oh, she, when she, she looked at all the towns in, in Ghana, and Kumasi seemed to be the Atimuda place. The Iviasi would say, yeah, best say Kumasi. The end of the world will start from Kumasi in Ghana. But what is going on in the world, uh, Kumasi doesn't come anywhere near what is going on in the world. So people, people, people cannot just imagine this. They can't imagine it. In the same way as, you know, somebody who is 20 years old, 30 years old, feeling good, feeling powerful or beautiful. If you're a man, you feel very handsome. Woman, you feel very beautiful. You know, you, you don't even consider that one day the end will come. You don't even consider that one day the end of your life will come. It doesn't form part of your consideration. So, so you live for the moment. And the majority of mankind will not see. But the Bible said, and then the end will come. And the end will surely come. It will come. But when the end comes, maybe we will not be no longer be around. We will have passed on. But the end will come. Then comes the end, verse 24. When he delivered the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and authority and power, all rule, all nations, all kingdoms, all governments will come to an end and everything shall be delivered to the Father. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. The last enemy we destroyed his death. Because see, if death is be destroyed before the end comes, then it means that everyone, those who come after will live forever. They will live, uh, they will live forever in, the, in this sinful nature. So God has prepared and reserved that death must be the last one. Once the end comes, then the death, death is then destroyed. Because if death is destroyed before the end comes, then those who will live after the destruction of death will live forever. And you cannot enter into heaven with this, with this, uh, what, corrupt, this natural body, this decaying body. No, no, no. You have to enter. Heaven is too beautiful. Too nice. We have to go as we are. You cannot go anywhere. They will look at you and say, what village have you come from? Hello? Therefore, death the last enemy that will be destroyed. Death the last. After, after that, then the end has come. So everybody else now doesn't die anymore. Hello? Put your hands up for Jesus. <laughs> Beloved, when we go to the book of Hebrews 9 verse 27. Hebrews 9 27. Hebrews 9 27 says, and as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, and as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. Death, therefore, is an appointment we all must keep because of sin. Remember that when God formed man, the man 
a woman that God formed. I'm sorry to say that it's not that the way we look we look now. No. The man Adam and Eve that God formed we are, we got, Adam was much more handsome and Eve more beautiful than any of us. God made them perfect. It was when they had their food and they saw they were naked. They became flesh. They changed. You see, sin brings decay. Sin brings a deterioration in things. And because we are all living in a world of sin, we are all living under this, this body that is going and through decay. We are not being glorified. That's why we age. And the time will come where we cannot even no teeth to even eat anything. But the man and woman that God formed. So to say, not like the way we look now. They were perfect. But when they saw they were naked, what do you mean naked? They saw their nakedness. Before they were so perfect. They were most so spiritual that they didn't even know that they were naked. But when there's when sin came in, then their eyes upset, their eyes opened, and they began to see their nakedness. They changed. They become inferior. They become they became ugly. So ugly that they, they had to hide their ugliness. So they sold fig leaves. Well, their ugliness. Therefore, when I we can't know. Jesus rose. He 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 didn't allow the apostle to touch him. Say, no, don't touch me now. Don't touch me. Because I've not, I'm, I have to ascend. I've not ascended yet. Touch me. With your body, the way it is, you cannot touch my glorified body. Hello? Death, therefore, is an appointment to all keep. Because God has, in, in order to reverse the effects of sin, the curse of sin, the results of sin how to now bring us back bring our bodies back to the nature the level the beauty that he formed Adam and Eve with they were different from how we are now and therefore it is only through death and the resurrection and that's why when Christ Christ being our first fruits when he was arrested, he suffered. In fact, they, 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 they butchered him. They beat him. They made his body look bloody. He didn't even look like a human being anymore. And then he was crucified. But when he came out of the tomb, when they saw him, now he was, he was, he was changed. Glorified body. And in fact, in the transfiguration, in the garden, when we were transfigured, James went with him. And they saw him, Jesus, they went with him as a human being. Just like, just, just like they were. But then they saw Elijah and Moses talking with him. They slept, they woke up, and there was Jesus talking with Elijah and Moses. And Jesus was transfigured. He wasn't like the way he was when they went up the mountain. His face was shining. His clothes were white 
and he, everything was so angelic, heavenly that Peter said, Lord, let us make, let us make an altar for you. One for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses. What Peter, what they, what, what they saw, they couldn't imagine it. He was transfigured. That's a transfiguration. It was a symbol, a sign of what we shall become one day. Therefore, death must come. Because God pronounced, God said, once you eat this food, you must die. One God has said, so God now, having said it, it must come to pass. But, God had to make a way, a way for the children of God that he loved, for us that he loved so much. He doesn't want us to die and go to hell. He wants us to come back to life, to the way that he made us in the Garden of Eden. So, therefore, it's an appointment we all must keep because of sin. Because of sin, death has become an appointment. <laughs> you see, the other thing is that other appointments in life, we can cancel. We can cancel other appointments in life. If you have an appointment to see somebody tomorrow, cancel. Tomorrow I can't come anymore. You cancel it. And no one can hold you accountable. Cancel any other appointment that you have in this life. But not this, but not this particular one. That's why we cannot count. No one can cancel this appointment. Bible says that it is appointed for us. It is appointed to men to die once. You see? But it doesn't end there. But after that, the judgment. Means that something will happen. Death is not the end. This death you're talking about is not the end. Because you once, once, <laughs> look at it. Once a person dies, let's say even now, somebody dies. Can a person die twice? You can only die once. So once you die, for that person, death is now destroyed. Death is now no longer an enemy. You, okay, death has had its, its way finished. So death cannot die again. Hello? No, people say that uh, Lazarus, Lazarus died. Lazarus died. And he was raised back to life by Jesus. And he must have died again. So did that, did that Lazarus die twice? Did he die two times? Hello? I say no. I believe that Lazarus died only once. Dorcas died once. <laughs> and who else? All those who were raised back to life. They died once. The, the, the widow of Nain's son. He died once. Jesus, in raising the dead in his ministry, that was not a resurrection. That was not a resurrection. He merely raised the person back to life in the same way as he or she was. When Dorcas was raised back to life by Peter, she didn't come back to life with a glorified body. She didn't have a glorified body. When the widow of Nain's um, son in the coffin was, Jesus touched the coffin and said, Rise up, young man. And he, he got up and said, As I'm an he was just talking. He was the same. He didn't rise up with a resurrected body. Neither did um, um, uh, who else? Um, all those who were, they don't know. So, in fact, some Bible scholars said they, they were resuscitated. 
Lazarus. He said they, they don't call him Lazarus. They, they were resuscitated because they had to die. They reared death. They had to make that appointment. And they did. They did. Hello? But the good news for you and for me is that people of the world fear death. They fear death. In fact, when we're, when we're children, you know, you know why in every, uh, every, I don't know about now, but when you go to the villages in Ghana, towns, they all put their cemetery at the end. Or that, have you seen cemeteries in the city center before? Always at the end. So that people fear you looking at the cemetery. I said that we go to our people are sitting, people are eating, they are eating on people's tombs. People sleep there. Now that Udomi and Kampi people say how they sleep there. Somebody we ask you, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> Otherwise, we sitting on somebody and the night you hear boom boom boom. Sorry, sorry, get up, get up from the ground, get up. <laughs> so even those people who are in Udomi, they know that they know that there's nothing like ghosts. After death. The, for that person, enemy is destroyed. The next thing is the judgment. Just say amen to that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, even now, you know, there's no space for, for, for burial. So, I hear in Accra, you know, after every five years or ten years, they bring a bulldozer and clear all the tombs. One day, I went looking, looking for my father's uh, when I went there, somebody, somebody else was lying there. I said, this is all right. This is all right. This is all right. Somebody else was lying there. So, 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 so get up, get up. If <laughs> <laughs> I father's please. They were told that we have, every 10 years, they come and bulldoze the whole place, clear the bones away, level ground, and they start burying uh, a new, new bodies there. Because there's no ghost. No, no, no ghost. After death, then the judgment. Church, clap your hand for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible never makes it clear. You see, that death is an enemy. Because through sin, death came into the world. Satan knew that God has said the day you eat this fruit, the day you sin, the day you sin against me and my word, you shall die. Satan knew it. And Satan being our enemies, he said, okay, sin, therefore, is man's enemy. Sin is man's enemy. Because your enemy is the person who doesn't think well of you. Your enemy is the one who wants to kill you. Your enemy is the one who rejoices. He's happy when you are suffering, when you are dying. If I want you to die, your enemy laughs. So sin is an enemy. Therefore, Satan said, you shall not die. He deceived Eve and Adam. By making them believe that what they were doing was not a sin. But they were sinning. And they sinned. So sin became the conduit, the means by which now death followed. And death spread to all men. Death spread to all men. So sin is an enemy, followed by death is also an enemy. Because death 
is what brings about the end of physical life. Physical life here in this world comes to an end through death. Amen. This enemy called death through sin can overtake us in various ways. There are some ways by which this enemy overtakes, overwhelms, and actually kills us. Kills us. Various times, this enemy can strike at any time. In the womb, even in the womb, miscarriages, abortions, that is death, striking babies in the womb, miscarriages, abortions, this is death in the womb. In infancy, childhood sicknesses, childhood disease, malaria, typhoid, dysentery, diarrhea and vomiting, meningitis, infancy, in youth, young people in the prime of their lives, death, this enemy doesn't spare anyone. But in FCAC, may God protect us all from this enemy. In the name of Jesus. Oh, may God continue to protect us from this enemy. Infancy, in youth, and of course in adult life, or even in old age. In old age. And the enemy comes through illness. Can be illness. We have seen here where people fall ill, and we think, oh, it's illness. They are in the hospital, or they've gone to hospital. Doctors have seen them. They come here, we pray for them, and they get their healing. They get their healing. I was talking to a, a certain friend of mine who's a doctor, and um, he says something like, oh, and he says a Christian, claimed to be a Christian. And this is what he said that all those who go to the church where they say they pray for them and they get their healing, they are all psychotic patients. So I said, dog, then I who pray for them to get them, I'm the chief psychiatric patient. Is that what they are telling me? I'm the first truth of the psychiatric patients. Is that what they are telling me? So I said, no. We have to separate God from natural things. There has to be a clear separation from nature, of the natural from the spirit. I said, no, no, no. You cannot separate the two. And that became an argument. You can't separate the two. That's the truth. He, was, he said, go to church. And he was saying all kinds of weird things. He said, Nebuchadnezzar. He said, you are written an article on Nebuchadnezzar. Ne- article on Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar became, what he had was a mental sickness. That made him run into the bush. So I said, what about the hair that grew on his body? He said, oh, do, 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 do madmen grow hair on their body? What about the prophecy? He couldn't answer that. I said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar was mad. That's why he was eating grass. And his fingernails grew like some of the ladies' fingernail extension. Now all our ladies are becoming the book at Nises. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Artificial Nebuchadnezzar fingernails. Hallelujah. I don't know why. I wonder what I, can, can you wash clothes with that, you know? And I said, see the don't wash anymore. Can you wash with it? Yes. 
those long fingernails and you can you can uh, can you cook with it oh yeah i think you know you know student one i said is that what you used to stir the, the soup I, I, one day i'll come and see how you cook with it i look for the person here with the longest fingernail extensions and i come to you as a cook let me see how you cook i'll stand by and watch seeing is believing praise the lord clap your hands for jesus Illnesses, fatal accidents. You know these are caused by what rulers of the darkness of this age, wicked, wicked rulers in the heavenly place. They cause the accidents, fatal accidents, tragedies, and murders. These are all orchestrated by you know spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. All these are causes of what the Bible refers to as physical death or sleep when this happened the person you say he's dead come to sleep come to sleep but in actual fact when that person has ever breathed the breath of of god breath of life that person doesn't die he just the breath has gone out of him. The, the, the body goes to the ground the person is not dead one day one day at christ's coming there shall be a resurrection someone to eternal life not others unto eternal condemnation the sad thing church the very very sad thing to note is that there are some people who actually cooperate with death this death that we see as an enemy there are some people who fraternize they cooperate they make this death their friend this enemy become their friend can you imagine your enemy being your friend? And that's what these people are doing. And it's very sad. They are playing with their enemy. They play with their enemy. They are being deceived. The first thing is that they reject Jesus Christ. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. Anyone who rejects Jesus is a friend of the world. Because you cannot be a friend of the world and also a friend of Jesus. So, friendship, I would say, friendship with the world is enmity with God. And there are many, the majority of mankind have decided they enjoy being friends of the world, playing with the enemy, joking with the enemy. How do they do this? Alcohol alcohol the consumption of alcohol you drink alcohol recently we lost a former member of testing brand a young man that i like very much then he stopped he stopped he, he backslided he was very very he was even, i think that even in the ocean department he was the chair for a long time but he stopped long ago and suddenly i heard that he had died in fact they went to bury his body not him he went to bury his body at, at home yesterday. So I said, ah, this, this young man who used to come and dance at the front, he used to dance at the front, you know, and I, I, I thought he was very, you know, mature, zealous. He said, oh, daddy, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. 
This is what they told me. The day that he came to dance, that day is under the influence of alcohol. It's the alcohol that has killed him. The alcohol has eaten his liver, spleen. The alcohol has chopped everything. There's nothing left inside of him. So it's the alcohol that has killed him. They buried his body. He himself is not dead. But the body was buried yesterday. Take note of that. Take note of all these things. Because there are many who are in churches who drink. Even ministers who drink. Drugs. Drugs. Maybe in Ghana, well, it's not so common, but I know that cannabis, we, we want to go to the rural areas. One day we'll, we'll, we'll take an excursion to firstly some rural areas. I know some places. When you get there, almost all the young, and the women, they all smoke. We. They smoke. We. Marijuana or marijuana. Cannabis. One day I was in the, a village in the western region and I was, I was sitting in the, in the guest house. And the owner of the guest house sells um, appetition. There's a store from where he sells appetition. He has a store that he sells appetition. And there was this young lady that, oh, you know, knew me and I knew her well. Oh, it's a, we used to joke. So one day I was going to the store to do something. When I got, not only she had just bought, she had just, this young lady had bought a glass of appetition. And she was about to drink it when I appeared in the store, so she put it down. <laughs> she, put, she was still holding it in her hand, but she put it down. So me too, I talked to the, to the shop, hoping that she can go away. And she, all the time she kept her hand on the glass. Now talking to Nancy, talking for a long time, and watching, watching her. He too was watching. A person called, no So what I did was I, I left the store. You know me. I left the store as if I was going. I came back. When I came back, the glass was empty. Yeah. <laughs> the glass was completely empty. Young lady, young about 23, 24. A whole glass of, of 100% alcohol. So when I came back, put on and then she also walked out. We went to do a funeral at a preach at the funeral in Swedru. And uh, I preached against alcohol, alcohol consumption. Not doing that, the people who were sitting at the table, the family who were sitting at the table, and they had gallons and gallons of appetition. Waiting, waiting for me to finish that they would drink. So as I was preaching against the consumption of alcohol, I saw them using their food, they were pushing the gallon under the table, pushing under the table, hiding the gallons. I was them. So they hit all the gallons. About five gallons of habitation. We finished went to the cemetery. By the time we came back, the gallons were there all empty. So all that preached about alcohol didn't make any difference to them. But today, may today's word make difference to everyone who is hearing me today. In the name of Jesus. Clap or two hands for Jesus. Drugs. Cannabis. Is it blue, blue? Blue, blue. You know blue, blue? Is it, is it, is it blue? I think they call it blue, blue. I had a watchman in the, in the Kumeru. He was my night watchman. Not was taking blue. 
and appetition. He will drink and take, I think it was Valium, Valium. And every time I put up in the night to inspect, I'll see this man, he was sitting down like this, or the watchman, night watchman, sitting down. I'll call him, watchman, watchman, you wake up. He's not asleep, not asleep, but he cannot wake up. So he was an old man, so I told him, not knowing that every night when I go to sleep, they will take blue, blue, and appetition. So, <laughs> and I, I bought a, a mobile phone for this man. He told the mobile phone got lost in the mosque. How can they steal mobile phone in the mosque? Well, they, they are all holy. How can a mosque, Muslim, steal a, a, a mobile phone? So, when I found out, I sacked him. I sacked him. Blue, blue. Valium plus uh, tramadol. Valium, tramadol, appetition. When they take it, then they are already in, in is it hell or heaven? Uh, already somewhere else. So you wake them up. They can't wake up. They can't wake up. Now, tramadol. Tramadol. Overdose. Just take it very soon. Smoking. Now, smoking is not so common. Smoking is not so common. Constitution. Abortions. And other habits that hasten death, suicide, crime, and violence. These are all means that the enemy uses. Don't forget, the enemy is death. So he uses instruments that is death, knowing that when you die in that state, when death comes to you, that's your last chance. After that, you are going to hell. Then you don't you don't have a chance to repent at all. No chance. So the enemy is throwing all these things at people so that they in their sins and go to hell. Wars. When wars come, thousands and thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands die. They die. Because people must fight. And in fighting, they die. Wars. What means that the enemy brings about death. These are not to individuals, but to, 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 to multitudes of people. Armies, nations, death. So look at the last enemy. Beloved, let us realize that God made us originally and still is God in God's intention that you and I, everybody must live forever. And not just live forever, but live a life of eternity with fellowship with God. And the only place you can have fellowship with God is in heaven. It's in heaven. And there are others also who have chosen to have fellowship with Satan in hell. And the difference must be very clear. Therefore, Jesus came as the first fruit, show us the way. He died. To tell that, okay, if God will die, then we should also not fear death. God, death is not the end. If Jesus would face death willingly, voluntarily, then we must also know that death is not the end. But there's life after death. God, Jesus rose from the death. Now, Jesus is risen from the dead. And that's where we should aim at. Everything that happens to us here must be tailored must be purpose for eternal life where we will not where there be no death no more sorrow no more weeping 
glorified body in the presence and fellowship of God. So therefore, remember this last enemy. And don't be deceived. Through one man came sin, and through sin death spread to the whole world. This time, it's on an individual basis. It's you. The devil is targeting. Death is targeting. Give the devil no opportunity. Let him have no chance at all in your life. I beg you all by the mercies of God. Stay focused. Be strengthened in the faith. Hold steadfast your confession. Everything around us is a discouragement. Everything is a discouragement. People around the thing they talk about. The cost of living. The, the things you see them do. Everything is a discouragement. We close from here, church, after evening service, when we close, we are going home, look around. Whilst we are, we are close, we are going home. We see people still in drinking sports. That's when they have, they have now started. They are not closing yet. But we are closing, they are now starting. Everything around us is tempting. It's luring. It's, 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 it's trying to deceive you. But always remember that these are all mean, but that the last enemy that the is using. And it's targeted for you. Targeted for you. So much corruption, lying, cheating, lying and cheating. All kinds of things happening. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. In Jesus' name, just say amen. Amen. you for joining us for the Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.